Hello there. My name is Jai. This is the podcast where I talk about everything fitness related, easy ways to stay active. There's no exercise too big or too small. So today I'm going to jump right into it. If you like what you're hearing, email me, reach out via Twitter. If you would like a more better explanation on how to do these examples, just simply reach out. They can always be arranged. All right, so 10 easy ways to sneak exercise into your day. Getting the recommended 30 minutes of exercise a day can be challenging during the cold, dark days of winter. But the good news is that you don't have to work out for a half an hour straight to boost your health. New guidelines from the American Heart Association and the American College of Sports Medicine state that their 10-minute boost of moderate intensity physical activity, such as a brisk walk, can be just as effective, just as good as exercising for 30 minutes straight. In other words, evidence suggests that even shorter periods of activity, in fact, every step you take adds up to better health. So don't let your wintry weather freeze your exercise plan. Try these simple strategies to slip exercise into your day. Break the elevator escalator habit. Yeah, that's right. Climbing stairs is a great way to strengthen your heart, muscles, and bones. The Harvard Alumni Health Study, which followed 11,000 men aged between 58 at the beginning of the study for about 20 years, found that those who climbed 20 to 30 flights of stairs per week had about a 30% lower risk of stroke. Did you hear that? A 30% lower risk of stroke. So taking those stairs up or down sometimes makes you healthier. Use muscle, not machines. In our push button world today, we expend about 300 to 700 fewer calories per day than our grandparents who had to do things like chop wood and fetch water. Drop their labor-saving mentality and embrace opportunities to activate your life. Use a rake instead of a leaf blower. Wash your car by hand. Get up and change the TV channel. Walk to the co-worker's office instead of sending an email. William Haskell, Ph.D., calculated in the Journal of the American Medical Association that the energy lost by writing emails for two minutes every hour or eight hours per day, five days a week, instead of two minutes of slowly walking around the office to deliver messages, adds up to the equivalent of 1.1 pounds of fat in one year and 11 pounds of fat in 10 years. So over the course of 10 years, you're adding a pound. Take exercise breaks. This is really important. Most people think you just have to exercise and exercise without taking a break to lose weight. That's not true. Energize your body with movement instead of caffeine by turning your coffee break into a walk break. 
every hour or two, get up and walk around or stretch. Wait actively. If you are forced to wait for an airplane, hairdresser, dentist, doctor, restaurant, table, etc., take a walk. To boost the calorie bone burn of your walk, move purposefully as if you're late for a meeting rather than just strolling along. This will help get your blood glowing. Do the housework. Play lively music when you're doing household chores and dance off extra calories by moving to the beat. Try aerobic shopping. Take a lap or two around the mall or grocery store before you go into a store or put on anything in your cart. Socialize actively instead of sitting and talking or eating with friends and or family. Do something active such as bowling, playing ping pong, shooting baskets or dancing. Install a chin-up bar in a convenient doorway. Whenever you walk through, do a pull-up. Or simple, hang out and stretch. Chin-up bars are available at sporting goods stores online for less than 20 bucks. All right, so this last one is really important. Practice phone fitness. Practice phone fitness. Stretch, walk, or climb stairs while you're talking on your cell phone or cordless phone. We all do it. Just be talking on our phone for hours when you can be moving and talking at the same time, burning calories. All right. So exercising is more fun when you play chat or engage friendly in competition with other people, right? You're le- you're less likely to skip a workout when someone is counting on you to show up. A partner minimizes your risk for energy. For example, spotting as you as you lift weights, correcting your body alignment in yoga poses. You work muscle groups and deepen stretches in ways that are difficult to do on your own. You save money by sharing equipment, swapping fitness DVDs, or carpooling to the tennis court. See, the key to success is to make a good match so your best friend or nearest neighbor may not be the ultimate choice. Ask yourself, if you had a potential partner are similar enough in these key areas fitness levels schedule temperament commitment let's talk about fitness levels is she interested in a leisurely bike ride around the park around the neighborhood while you want to train for a cycling trip through france that's not fit and these two don't go hand in hand schedule If you're a morning exerciser and she's a night owl, can you find a compromise such as lunch hour, workout in the afternoon, meet in the middle? Oh, no. We all know 
those who like to fly off the Hindu about the gym, their temperament. Do you both like to talk about lifting weights? Or would only one of you find the other's chatter distracting? Commitment. Commitment is very important. The amount of time and the amount of work that you put in to lose weight would depend on your own personal gain and your own personal commitment. If she, if she or he is game to jog in any weather where you run for shelter when clouds roll in, then you're not on the same fitness page. There are no right or wrongs answers to the question above. It's just sometimes a matter of compatibility. If you have doubts, keep looking. Check the bulletin board at a local community center, spa or gym. Ask a personal trainer for a referral. She may even offer you and your new partner partner, a two-for-one discounts. Search www.exercisefriends.com or another fitness-related board. Very important, though, that you always, always check with your doctor before beginning any new exercise. All right. So I want to talk about what train strength training for two may sound like. Many strength training moves can be adaptable for partners. Here are examples of exercise, upper body and lower body. Okay, so the equipment that I will use is a ball. A four to 10 pound medicine ball, a weighted ball about the size of a basketball, sold at most sporting goods for about 20 bucks. Partner one, stand facing your partner about three feet apart, hold the ball between your hands at chest level, a few inches in front of you, elbows bent and pointing out to the sides. Step forward with the right foot and gentle throw the ball. Using a pushing mo- motion, so it, it so it arcs just above headlight. Partner two, extend arms to meet the ball. Bend in elbows as you catch it to bring the ball towards your chest. Both partners, take turns throwing and catching 10 to 15 minutes, alternating the foot that steps forward as you throw. Modification, if you have bone loss or wrist problems, use a ball no heavier than six pounds. Here's a fun one, stretching. This is good for yoga and breathing. For safety, always move slowly and gentle. Clearly communicating when you stretch has reached the desired level of intensity. Do the stretches below after your stretch exercise. Partner one. Stand erect, arms reaching behind you, elbows straight but not locked. Palms facing each other. Stand facing your partner's back, just beyond her outstretched hands. 
grasping her wrists, pull gently and steadily towards yourself. All right, so got some more topics. Busting the six biggest exercise myths. You may be surprised to learn that some of the long-held beliefs about exercise are not really true. While it's a fact that exercise is good for your health. Understanding the realities behind the myths can help. You can get more out of your workout. Myth. Gaining muscle will significantly increase your metabolism and thus help keep your weight down. Reality. While there are many benefits to resistance, weight training, the boost to metabolism often is overstated. It is true that one pound of muscle burns about five to six calories per day while one pound of the body fat burns about two calories per day. But even if a person gains five pounds of muscles, it increases his or her resisting metabolism by only about 25 to 30 calories per day, which is not a significant change. Myth. If you stop exercising, muscles turns to fat. That's not true. Reality. Muscles and fat are two separate types of tissue. One does not become the other. Often when a person stops exercising, his calorie needs decrease due to reduced physical activity. If his eating pattern does not decrease accordingly, body fat will increase over time. Together with a loss of muscle tone, it may appear that the muscle is turning into fat. But increase in your body fat is the reality. Myth. You can build lots of muscles while losing pounds of fat. Reality. Generally, it takes an increase of calories to build muscle tissues along with sufficient resistance. Exercise to stress the muscle. If you attempt to lose weight and gain muscle, same as tendency, your results are either good or not so good. A very low calorie intake can even cause a substantial loss of muscle tissue, especially in people who have only had a small amount of body fat to lose. Crash diets that severely restrict calories often result in losses of lean body mass. If you have more body fat to lose and you slowly lose the weight with a minor calorie deficient, you have a better chance of losing the fat while minimalizing muscle loss. Myth. It takes a lot of protein to build muscle. While proteins needs why protein needs are higher, if you are trying to gain muscle mass, it's not necessary for the recreational exercise to eat pounds of meat or to drink protein shakes. Most people can get all the protein they need from a balanced diet. Example, 
A 150-pound person who doesn't exercise needs 61 grams of protein per day to maintain his health. If the same person were engaged in heavy-duty weightlifting program and was actively trying to gain muscle mass, the the maximum amount of protein he would need would be 130 grams, which easily could be met by food, a turkey sandwich, a bowl of bean soup, eight ounces of fish, and a cup of plain yogurt. The body cannot use more than 9 grams of protein per pound of body weight. Any, any additional dietary protein will be turned into glucose, which is, which is either burned for energy or stored as body fat. Myth. You can lose body fat in a specific part of your body by exercising that part. Reality. Resistance exercise on Pacific muscles will strengthen, tone, and tighten those muscles. But if you carry body fat over those muscles, extra retentions of a weightlifting or toning exercise won't burn the fat in that area. Example. Many fitness enthusiasts feel that targeting the abdominal muscles will yield flat tummies. Performing many sets of exercises will strengthen and tone those muscles, but won't yield a flat stomach if body fat covers them. To lose body fat, you need to create an overall energy deficient, burn more calories than you take in. If you do this, you may lose the fat from areas that have extra padding, but this is by no means guaranteed. All right. So the last myth here is about carrying weights while walking or running is a good way to burn extra calories. So you see a lot of people doing this in the gym, added on to their workout. They might be on a treadmill, but they have, you know, heavy dumbbells in their backpack while exercising or they're bench pressing but they're also you know lifting an exercise ball back and forth but the reality says studies have shown that there are no benefits to using hand or ankle weights during cardio exercise and there are no potential drawbacks to using heavy weights the unnatural weight distribution along your arm or leg may inappropriately stress your joints, shoulder, elbow, knee, hips. The weight imbalance to your limbs also may lead to muscle injury. All right, so there are a lot of myths out there about exercising. I hope that everyone can find their own reality when working out because there are a ton of ways to do things in today's world it's 2022 where everything is constantly being reinvented so if someone tells you you know you can't lose weight without you know only eating a certain amount of food a day and you know that that won't be beneficial to your health then don't do it find your own myths and your own realities all right so my name is jay i hope you like this podcast i'll keep you guys updated next week i'll be talking about a seven minute workout that gives you energy all day um, and how to not to be drained after that seven minute workout. All right. Thanks. Have a good one.